Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the How To Girl podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eliana, and welcome to the last episode of season one. Ah, so crazy. My little spicy Pisces actually turns one today. I know, y'all, I'm a little late to recording this episode. What you're gonna do, life happens. But nevertheless, I'm here. It's going to be out by this afternoon, so yeah, super excited for y'all to listen to it. Before we get into today's episode, y'all already know the vibes here. If you hear traffic in the background, I'm sorry. I do the best I can. City life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you gonna do? Anywho, getting back to our point here. Season two, baby. Here we are. Super excited. It's gonna be a great season. You can expect a lot more guests on the show. I really wanted to collaborate with other just people that I find creative or interesting or valuable and knowledgeable in their area of interest. And I think you guys will too. So I'm super excited. I kind of overbooked and overcommitted, but that's okay because we're going to, we're going to, we're going to work it out. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Also, you may notice, you may not, but the podcast has a new uh, cover art. I'm super excited. The original plan for my new logo wasn't actually what it is now that kind of just came from a fluke like I was trying to create like a mock grid because I took some fire pictures this last weekend (laughs) with my friend and the dress I was wearing is actually the dress I bought for the photo shoot I planned for the podcast and I ended up liking that photo so much so I was like okay like let me put it behind a really cute background like my brand colors and then that will be like my profile picture and then I was like well let's just see what it would look like with text over it and I loved it it just all came together so easily and I was like you know I know I planned this big photo shoot but I really just like the simplicity and the look of this so I'm just gonna go with it save some time so and uh here we are now so that's the story behind my new cover art for season two so just so you know now we're all in the know (laughs) switching lanes here for a momento today's episode is going to be an updated version of an episode I released a year ago. It's actually my first episode. And in my first episode, I introduced the podcast show. And I also gave advice about how to set a boundary in your romantic relationships. But since I released that episode, I experienced a whole new relationship. And I also broke up with someone. And in my last relationship, it was very much a healthy, loving dynamic. And I felt very safe in a way where I could express my needs and assert them. And this person definitely gave me the space to do that in a healthy way and to find my voice. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, Despite things not working out, I am so appreciative to experience that type of dynamic with someone. So anywho, the point of that is I definitely feel like present day, I just have a healthier outlook about how to assert your needs in a relationship versus the advice that I gave a year ago. It wasn't necessarily unhealthy. I just think that the that advice specifically came from a place of lack and it also came from a place of defensiveness. And I don't know, I was just listening to the episode the other day and I was just like, you know, I would just give myself totally different advice present day. So that's what I want to do. I want to have a full circle moment here and I want to share how to assert your needs and assert boundaries in your relationships. And this doesn't even have to be romantic. Like this could be platonic. This could be work-related, XYZ. So 
yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. So without further ado, let's get into it. If you haven't checked out episode one, go check it out. It's titled The How-To Girl. I think it's like, hi, I'm the How-To Girl podcast. And then it's slash and it's like how to set a boundary in your dating life. It's something like that. Anywho, but a quick recap on that episode. In that episode, I talked about a guy that I was dating. Well, I wasn't like, we were like sort of dating. It was kind of, it was weird. I I was about to move to Malibu and we had met like a month or two before. So it just like, wasn't going to work out, but we were kind of long distance, but like not really. It's a whole deal. You get it. Anywho, but in that episode, I shared a story about how this guy was telling me about his day one day. And in his story, he had told me about how an ex-girlfriend who he used to hook up with, but actually his words exactly was, we used to bump bellies. Oh oh my God. It gave me the biggest fucking ick right there in that moment. I should have known it was never going to work out when he used that phrase, but that's not the point. Anyways, but he told me about how he he used to hook up this girl and she basically picked him up from the car dealership because none of his friends could pick him up because it was the middle of the day. And also at the time I was living in Malibu. So it didn't even matter. I didn't even have a car. So I couldn't have even helped him out that day. That's not the point though. The point is he has shared that story with me and it really bothered me at that time. And in my episode, I basically gave advice and I was like, you know, if you are in a similar situation where a guy is sharing a story about an ex or just something that makes you uncomfortable, like this is how you would set that boundary. And now looking back on that advice that I shared, I think present day, I would tell myself to wait, wait it out, wait it out and see if it's a pattern. Because at that time, when that guy was sharing that story with me, like, I think he was genuinely just coming from a place of just sharing what he did in that day. And it's not that I actually got mad at him for sharing that story. But at that time in my life, I had experienced a very traumatic breakup. I had dated someone for quite a while and we broke up and he started dating somebody fairly quickly after we broke up. And not only that, but this girl he started dating, she started harassing me and my friends online for nearly a year. And it got so bad that I actually had to take her to court and ask her to leave me alone. So as you can imagine, I was a bit on the defense side. So when this person brought up a previous partner, it kind of triggered a little bit of my trauma. Can't lie. But you know, I did the best I could at that time. So anyways, getting back to our point here, the advice I would have given to last year me would have been just, oh, hello, sir. (laughs) Would have been just to wait and see and see if it's a pattern. If he brings up previous partners or he's hanging out with girls he used to bump bellies with, uh, ew, that's so gross. I can't even say that. (laughs) A girl, he's hanging out with girls he used to hook up with, or maybe he's just being a little too friendly and it's just like not in your comfort zone. Like, the advice I would give myself now would be just to wait and see if that's a pattern. It's one thing if he brings it up in the way he did in a casual story, like, hey, I was like in a rut today and, you know, someone I used to hang out with, you know, helped me out. I really wish I still stand by the fact that I wish that he would have just said like some girl he used to hang out with because then like that would have eliminated any type of insecurity that I may have been feeling at that time. But that's not the point. That's just in a perfect world. But yeah, I would just say that like, I would just wait and see if your partner, your friend or coworker is like, 
if it's a pattern, like if they're bringing up someone you don't want to hear about or they're bringing up previous partners, like just see if that continues to happen. And if it happens more than once, then you could assert the boundary of like, hey, it bothers me when this topic is brought up because it makes me feel this way or it makes me feel this way about our relationship or it disrupts my inner peace. Could we not do that anymore? But at the same time, like, I don't even know if I would address it as a question. Like, I wouldn't even say like, ask if they are okay with that. I think I actually would just say like, I would appreciate if you just don't bring this up anymore because it bothers me. So there's that, (laughs) you know, like there's no other option. It's just like, it bothers me. Please don't bring it up anymore. And so anyways, I think that the advice I gave myself and to you guys last year wasn't necessarily bad advice. I just think that like, I would have just tried to see things as a larger picture. And I'll say this, I think being in my previous relationship, like this past relationship, I definitely learned how to just look at the bigger picture with dating this person. Like that was kind of one of my lessons that I think I was meant to learn in a romantic relationship, which was like to see the bigger picture of things. And I very much encourage anybody who's listening, get out of their comfort zone and give yourself advice the way you would give yourself, I'm sorry, the way you would give your friend advice. Tripped up on my words there for a second. So like see the larger picture, like look at things from like a third person. So I, and some people may think this is a little crazy, but whatever. Um, but for me, my last relationship, whenever I get like really upset and I wanted just to fixate on one problem, I would kind of split myself into two people. So I have like my higher self and then I have like my regular self, which is like ego and, you know, present I mean, I don't live in ego, but I think like sometimes you can get caught up in ego. So anyways, that's how I kind of just split myself in like two people. And the advice that I would give my ego self came from my higher self. And that was to look at things from like a larger objective. So like I would ask myself the following questions. Do I think that this would bother me a day from the day that it was happening? And if that was going to bother me a day later, you know, I could answer it intuitively at that moment. So let's say I said yes. So I would wait it out. I'd wait a day at least. And then I would see if it bothered me the next day. And if it bothered me the next day, then I would bring up the fact that, hey, like this behavior made me feel this way. I really don't like it. I really appreciate if you stop doing this. Um, and I went out about it like that instead of being so reactive and, you know, maybe responding in a moment of worry or heat or insecurity, whatever I was feeling at that time. And the advice I gave myself last year was just kind of to, you know, react. You know, if something was bothering in the moment, I think the advice in the headspace I was in last year was just like to immediately address it. But not everything that bothers us in a moment, like in heat of the moment, is necessarily a problem that's going to bother us long term. And that's something I found in my last relationship you know, I can get annoyed with my partner. I can even be bothered by behavior or maybe something they said in the moment, but like sometimes it, it's not going to stick. And so it's all about like picking and choosing your battles. And I definitely think that it's important to, again, come from a place of self-love and self-respect whenever you're asserting a boundary. And if something's bothering you, like don't assert a boundary just to be petty and to be like, oh, well, I'm going to show you, like, I'm so mature. No, like, I think it really needs to come from a place of just wanting the best in your relationship and in order to feel your best and to show up as the best version of yourself and as a partner for your partner. 
is when your needs are being met. So when you go at it from an angle of self-love, like it doesn't, the energy's different. Like it doesn't come off as like manipulative or like have any like ill intention behind it. It's just like, hey, like this is what I need in order for me to feel secure and happy within our relationship and for me to show up as the best partner for you. So anyways, it's a little different than the advice I had last year. But then again, like I was in a completely different headspace and I also think it depends on the partner. You know, like I said, my last partner, I felt very safe, very secure, and I very much was in a trusting and loyal relationship versus, you know, previous partners. Like, I didn't necessarily feel that security. So I didn't really necessarily have the room to grow and mature as a partner in that way. So I also think it kind of just depends on the people you're dating. Like, I definitely think there's just some people who bring out better qualities and traits about you versus there's other people who just bring out the worst. And I feel like a lot of those relationships are usually karmic or just like brought into our lives to help us recognize our own toxic behaviors. And, you know, it is what it is sometimes, but then sometimes you get really lucky and the universe blesses you with a relationship that helps you realize, you know, like, hey, like I have the capacity to be a healthy partner. I have the capacity to love without boundaries and things like that. I mean, like when I say love without boundaries, I mean like love without limitations, like not necessarily having like a mental block or heart block, like just accepting love fully and, you know, understanding that sometimes things don't work out, but like at least I had the opportunity to love that deeply. And that's kind of where I am right now. You know, I'm, I'm bummed that my ex and I broke up. Um, you know, we dated from nearly almost a year but we broke up because he lives in Florida and I live here and I don't want to move to Florida and he doesn't want to move here. So simple as that. I swear eventually I'll stop talking about the breakup, but to be fair, we only broke up like a month ago. So like, I'm still very much in my healing girl era. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to chill here until I'm ready to release. But in a few months, if I'm still talking about it, y'all can message me and be like, Eliana, girl, we love you, but stop talking about it and then I'll be like okay yeah that's fair anyways um that's my updated version of the advice I gave a year ago very full circle here I really feel really grateful to have experienced all of this and season one baby it was great it's one for the books I I don't even have words I this podcast show exceeded my expectations I didn't even really know if I had expectations for the show when I began I just kind of was like it'd be really dope to have a podcast I love talking I talk a lot. So, you know, what better place to channel all that energy than to a podcast show? And you guys have just really made shit happen. And I just feel so grateful. And I just think it's so dope that there's a platform where we're able to connect and exchange stories and relate to each other. Because I think at the end of the day, we're not all that different than maybe we think we are from each other. And so I think if anything, having this podcast show has really showed me that and community is super important to me. I think it's the only thing that keeps me going as a content creator because, you know, like I said, I had a online stalker for about a year. And so I really, I almost completely gave up on social media. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it really changed the way I went about presenting myself online because I never had my privacy invaded that way. So Anyways, to have the show and to connect with you guys, like it really re-sparked 
the love I have for creating content and connecting with you guys and building a community. So thank you because you guys really brought back a lot of creativity that I long to refined, um, but it just kind of took a while to find that. So thank you guys uh, for being here in season one and hell yeah, season two, baby. It's going to be great. You guys are going to love it. I'm super excited. You guys are going to love the guest and thank you so much again. And with that being said, that concludes today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and being here with me today. I am just over the moon and I'm so happy and season two, babe, here we go. I would love it, love it if you guys would rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you're listening to. Also, feel free to share this episode with a friend, with a coworker, with your sister, your brother, whoever you want to share this episode with. It would mean a lot to you, girl. If you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, our podcast handle, which I don't know why I said our, it's literally <laughs> my account, but the podcast handle is at the HTG pod. Also, the podcast has a TikTok account now. Whoop, whoop. It's the same in, uh, it's the same handle as Instagram handle. It's just at the HTG pod. If you want to follow your host, your girl, that's me. Hello on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at hello Eliana and that's E-L-L-I-A-N-A. Thank you guys so much again for being here with me in season one. And until next time, bye guys.